looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine, check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Looking for good sports conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times, my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. We've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Guess what? Bills Mafia, it's here. Five weeks are in the books. And tonight, the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, play their first of two Sunday night football games. Beginning tonight against old friend Brian Dable and Tyrod Taylor. We've been waiting all day for Sunday night, and Bill's pregame starts right now. Welcome to Sports for Beginners, the show where we cover our favorite team, sports media, and other topics. I am your host, Scott McGregor, so let's get ready to hit the field. Should be an exciting night in Western New York on Sunday night here. Prime time in Orchard Park. There's nothing like it. And what better time to show the world what we're all about. One, two, three, Under the lights in front of the Bills Mountain on the national stage. And there's nothing like going head-to-head with an old friend. He's meant so much to me in my football career. He had a great impact on all of us. Stable is one of a kind. Is this a rivalry rooted in history? Or just a battle between the blue-collar and the city? Sure, they're used to the bright lights and the big eyes. But these guys haven't played at prime time in Orchard Park in a long time. And anyone who has knows it's different here. The crowd is into it early. If you give the Bills Mafia a full day to tell me, man, it's going to be louder than jet engines. It's about to be hostile. And that's why we love to call it home. Touchdown! Home to the only team in New York. The only team in New York. That is a pre-recorded version of the calm before the storm. And guess what? That calm before the storm is coming up very, very soon. Yes, you heard me correctly, Bills Mafia. So let's kick off tonight's show with a look at our matchup between the Bills and Giants in Orchard Park. And of course, I want to let everyone know that we are just one hour away from kickoff. Yes, 
one hour away from kickoff in Buffalo. It's your three and two Buffalo Bills versus the one and four New York Giants. The G-Men are in Orchard Park. And of course, they are going to be bringing with them Daniel Jones and the New York Giants bring with them Tyrod Taylor and Brian Dable. Now, Tyrod will be the quarterback, I understand, for the New York Giants. But we don't have the inactives yet. That's okay. Let's take a look at what we have so far here on Sportsnet as we look at the team stats here previewing this game in the opening segment here of Bill's pregame. And welcome everybody to Bill's pregame, whether you are joining us from Dolphins postgame, joining us from Penguins postgame, which I have done twice. I did two shows on Saturday night. One ahead of Saturday night's game against the Flames in Pittsburgh, recapping the Capitals and the Pens from D.C. on Friday. And you can listen to those and join us on this program as well. Thanks so much for joining us. As you can see here, when it comes to team leaders, the leaders are quarterback Daniel Jones for the Giants, the team leaders in the offense in terms of passing yards, receiving yards, tackles, and of course, I guess tackles and interceptions are defense. But regardless, the leaders are Daniel Jones, who unfortunately will not play. He has 884 yards passing in this season. The lead receiver, who is questionable but could play and also could not play, is Darren Waller. He has 239 yards this season receiving. Their lead tackler, Bobby Orke, Bobby Orke, Bobby Orke. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. If I am not, I apologize. And Bobby is also their leader in interceptions with one interception. He has 25 tackles. Elsewhere, offensively for the Giants, they have Daniel Jones leading in rushing yards with 197. In field goals made, they have Graham Giano, their Graham Giano, their kicker, I believe. He's made seven of the field goals. Kayvon Kibiorgit, hopefully I'm saying that right. I apologize if I am not saying that. If I'm not saying any names right, I apologize. But he has the lead in sacks with four for the Giants and in forced fumbles. The leader in forced fumbles is Xavier McKinney for the Bills, they have a lead rushing yarder in James Cook. 292 rushing yards. Nine field goals made by Tyler Bass. He leads in field goals made. Our sacks leader is none other than Leonard Floyd with 5.5 sacks a game. And our forced fumbles leader with two fumbles. This year, Teron Johnson. Terrell Bernard leads in interceptions for the Bills. He also leads in tackles with 22 this year. 
you had to think that Stefan Diggs would be our lead receiver. 520 yards this year. And who should be the lead passing yarder, but can also be an asset on the run in the running game? It's Josh Allen. 1,407 yards passing this season for Josh Allen. What? What? What a game we have set up for you here today. As Brian Dable returns to Buffalo in Orchard Park with the quarterback of this game set to be Tyrod Taylor. Another guy who has a history with the Buffalo Bills. When we look at the team stats, passing yards per game, the Giants have 195.2 passing yards per game, 92.2 rushing yards per game, 12.5 points per game they've scored. They've allowed 30.6 points per game. They have six touchdowns this season. They are in scoring efficiency, they have a 22.6% scoring efficiency. They also, yes, they also are, I, I wouldn't say they're bad on third down efficiency, but they have a percentage of 35.6% third down efficiency they've had one 300 yard passing game three takeaways two interceptions five sacks buffalo has 20 sacks in the this season sorry 21 sacks for buffalo they have eight interceptions 13 takeaways two 300 yard passing games they are 49.2% good on third down efficiency. They, are, they have a 50% scoring efficiency. For this year, the Bills have 19 touchdowns, 16 points the defense has allowed per game. And the Bills' points per game. Well, it's 31.8. How about rushing yards per game? Well, how do you like me now? Uh, 116.2 rushing yards per game. Per game, I should say. And how about this? Passing yards per game. 281.4 passing yards per game. This should be a this should be an interesting ball game. It all gets started in about an hour from now in third in 30 minutes, which gives us time to get ready for the game. And that pretty much wraps up the opening segment of the program. But before we wrap up the opening segment of the program, I want to I want to take you to I want to take you to Buffalo Bills YouTube channel, and I want to hear from I want to hear from. Mitch Morris, who spoke three days ago to the media. We also have Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs, and Jordan Poyer. We're just going to stick to one media availability for the purpose of this show. 
because when we return after a quick word from Take Another Look, we are going to get into our key players to watch, and we are going to look around the league. So, ladies and gentlemen, when when we get through an ad, oh, there we go. I got one there. Let's send you now to. Let's send you now to. Let's send you now to. Mitch Morse speaking to the media ahead of this game. And it was on. This media availability took place on Thursday, October 12th, 2023. Here's Mitch Morse. Uh, um, I would describe it as um, effective, intense, um, transparent but also fair and by example. So all, all the traits you want out of a leader who's also a competitive firecracker. Got it all, and he brings the juice, and when we're up or down, he's going to bring that same intensity, which is what you need in a guy in his position. Uh, he's just intense, and I love it, and, but all, all in a good way, you know. Josh yesterday was pretty impassioned when he talked about him and he used the word misunderstood. Um, do you do that? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, you look at uh, past offseason, that whole stuff. Um, you know, his fire to win burns deep and constant, kind of like an Olympic flame. Like, it's just like it's always going. And uh, he's got the torch and he's trying to pass it on to everyone else. You know what I mean? So for us, it's just uh, feeding off what he brings every game day. And, uh, you know, he's going to treat every game like it's a big one, and that's what you want. Mitch, when you went back and watched the Jags, you know, after going through the doldrums for the first, like, three quarters or so, how close did you guys feel like you were to kind of, like, cracking through? Yeah, I think in every loss, you can look back at some stuff that you want to transfer over to the next game. Uh, the big thing for us was communication and execution. and. Um, when you lack those, it's hard to win. And that's what we did, and uh, it showed, and it was apparent. By the time we started executing, it was too late in the game for us to come back and win. And we didn't give our defense an opportunity to catch their breath. So for us, it's about uh, giving them an opportunity. What encouraged based on, like, what when you went back and saw it, that those things could be cleaned up? Um, yeah, I think it's always a sense of urgency at Martin Nathan. I know I use that often, but it's uh, – I wouldn't say you're encouraged after a loss. I, I think that you're there's man, I guess you are about opportunities that were just at your on your fingertips and your cusp. Uh, all the stuff is fixable. It comes to us to be accountable on those mistakes and um there are plenty I would like back from last weekend. Gosh. That's been so much out of the shot though. We were talking about it with Ken a little bit on Monday. Have you seen him grow at all in terms of what game when he is after playing? Yeah, well, um, I think he's just does such a good job of executing in general, understanding uh, what's required. I, I, that's a great question, and that's a roundabout answer of me saying it's a great question. I don't know how to answer. Um, I think I think we've used it in the past few games a lot more than we have in the and uh yeah good question i don't have an answer for it so i'm just kind of beating around the bush guys come out like did in that game i guess this is more of like a broader question about josh over the years but like in those moments where he just bangs head against the wall four straight drives and for the punch what do you like in those moments might be a little bit different. Yeah. yeah, well, I think we, we understand 
the power of time of possession and the power of uh, executing early and what that does just for our team. And so I think as those progress, you know, there was constructive frustration, I'd say, and it was rightfully so. We were just miscues on all facets of an offense. Um, so it, it wasn't demeaning or detrimental, but it was, there was a fire, and, uh, and it was warranted. So for us, it's just kind of executing early when we can. Understand the defense are going to throw their best at you early, too. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yes. Josh, it's not like kind of just feeling that, and, and that's a leadership job. And totally. We've seen it the greats over the years. Do you guys feel that? Yeah, well, I mean, not only do you feel it, but you know, all of us understand the position. You know, all of us are feeling it internally to a certain extent, but to see the guy who wears that, you know, that, that C on his chest, I believe it's a golden C on his chest, vocalize those frustrations in a manner that he usually doesn't. Like I said, it wasn't demeaning or uh, destructive. It was very constructive. So it lights a fire, and it just kind of, like, my favorite word is sense of urgency. That's what we we had to bring out, and uh, something we'll have to do better in the future endeavors. Is there any sense as an offense pick things up a little bit to let the defense, they work some new guys in with some losses, let them feel their way to, you know, maybe broaden the margins for air? Well, I think what we have to do is just, um, you know, I think when you when you look at it like that, or you try to go outside of yourself, or you put extra pressure on yourself, you, you start start doing things out of the ordinary, doing more than your job, and that's something that I catch myself trying not to do, and but doing often. And when you do that, you make silly mistakes, or you put yourself in a position that actually, as much as your intentions were pure and good, you actually do the the inverse of that. It actually becomes detrimental. So for us, we understand that we've lost some key players on defense. Uh, we're not going to try to change our our mindset on offense. We're just trying to execute every chance we can, and uh, we have the ultimate faith in those guys coming in. It's the beautiful thing about the team. we got guys stepping up. There's one simple hearing hack. All right. Going to take that. Pretty much will be all we – oh, never mind. We actually finished up there with uh, – Mitch Morris, and that is going to send us to a quick commercial break and a word from Take Another Look. It's Sunday night football. It's the Bills. It's the G-Men. And when we return to Bills pregame, key players to watch. Plus, we take a look around the NFL for other games that have since gone final. Plus, the inactives are available, so we will take a look at those inactives. Coming up next after this word from Take Another Look. And then, of course, when we wrap this up, I'll give you my keys to victory and final thoughts before we send it off to Orchard Park, New York. And kickoff. It's the Bills. It's the Giants. And we are sending you off to kickoff after our key players to watch. A look around the NFL. And perhaps, I might not do it, but perhaps we will hear from your head coach of the Buffalo Bills, John McDermott. It's all next when we return. After this, from Take Another Look. You're listening to Bill's Football on Sports for Beginners, and we'll be right back right after this. 
Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them discuss the Blue Jays, Bill, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Welcome back, everybody, to Sunday Night Football Bills pregame. My name is Scott McGregor, and it is, as I said, it is Sunday Night Football. We've been waiting all day for Sunday night. And here is just a quick little introduction here to this middle segment here as we get ready for the key players to watch and our look around the NFL for this week in our sixth week sixth week of the NFL season There we go. There we go. All righty. It's time for key players to watch and a look at the inactives and a look around the league. Well, we we waited for the inactive and I've got them here courtesy of the National Football League app. Download the app for yourself. To follow your favorite team all season long. From the start of the season to the bye week to the end of the year. The Giants will be without quarterback Daniel Jones. Safety Bobby McCain. Safety Garvius Owens. Center John Michael Schmitz. Tackle Matt Pert. Matt Pert. Offensive tackle Andrew Thomas. And defensive linebacker DJ Davidson. The Buffalo Bills tonight will be without tight end Dalton Kincaid. Offensive tackle. Jeremina Ayafeta. Offensive linemen, Alec Anderson. Linebacker, A.J. Klein. Cornerback, Dane Jackson. And safety, Damar Hamlin. So Hamlin, Jackson, Klein, Anderson, Ayafeta, and Kincaid not playing tonight. Again, for the Giants not playing tonight, Jones, McCain, Owens, Schmidt, Gierett, and Thomas, and Davidson. Those are your inactives for tonight's football game on Sunday night in Orchard Park. And let's move now to a look around the league. Also, 
But this one is courtesy of the CBS Sports app. Download the app for yourself, just like the NFL app, and follow your favorite team all season long. You can also download your team's mobile app for all the latest before the big networks like Sportsnet, CBS, TSN, etc. Get the news to you. In the NFL in week number six, it all began on Thursday with the Kansas City Chiefs moving to 5-1. and one, With a 19-8 victory over the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos fall to 1-5 and five on the year with that loss. The Green Bay Packers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers on the bye week this week. So they are not in action tonight. Final scores from the afternoon on Sunday. The Miami Dolphins, as you pretty much heard from Thomas on Dolphins postgame. They beat the Carolina Panthers in Miami. 42-21. The Washington Commanders take care of business against Atlanta. And they take care of Atlanta 24-16. Also 24-16, the Baltimore Ravens win in, guess where? The Jaguars and the Bills played last week. London, England. At Tottenham Stadium, they defeat, sorry, yeah, 24-16 was the score. Baltimore over the Tennessee Titans, 24-16. They would improve to 4-2 on the season with that win. The Titans fall to 4-2. I should say two and four. And other finals, uh, other finals, the Minnesota Vikings take on the Chicago Bears and they defeat the Bears 19 to 13. The Cincinnati Bengals defeat the Seattle Seahawks 17 to 13. The Houston Texans defeat the New Orleans Saints 20-13. The Cleveland Browns defeat the undefeated San Francisco 49ers 19-17. Jacksonville beat the Bills last week. Guess what? They beat Indianapolis this week. 37-20, the final from Jacksonville. The Buccaneers lost 20-6 to the Detroit Lions. And Bill Belichick's team is now 1-5 on the season as they fall 21-17 to the Las Vegas Raiders. On the go right now, and actually coming to a final, it looks like it's going to end. Rams. Yes, it is going to be the Rams. Winning 26-9 over the Cardinals. At the two-minute warning, it's a close one in New York between the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles trying to go 6-0, and trying to go 6-0, and heading out of week six, and they currently lead the two and three New York Jets. 
14 to 12. Now that score could change very quickly. It's the two-minute warning, and the Philadelphia Eagles have the ball. Coming up after our game, and we'll talk more about it in the post-game show after our game has gone final. But it's the Dallas Star, sorry, Dallas Cowboys taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. 8.15 p.m. on ABC to wrap up week number six in the NFL. And with that being said, 18 weeks of the season are officially, and I mean officially, underway. And by the time week number six is done, we only have 12 weeks left of football. With, of course, the bye week in the works for later Buffalo teams or, Buff- or NFL teams that have yet to go on the bye, Buffalo included. Again, Buffalo's bye is week number 13 before they battle. The Kansas City Chiefs. So, if you're counting down the days till we face the Chiefs, you'll have to count down the games. And right now, we are, as it stands, as we get ready to play the Giants tonight in Orchard Park, we are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games including the bye week, seven games we have still until it's the first go at the Chiefs of the season and the only goal and the only goal at the Chiefs this season. And wouldn't you know it, it's in Chiefs Kingdom. More on that in the post-game show. As that wraps up our look ahead. Actually, our look around the league, I should say. And now it's time to hold everything Hold everything. Touchdown, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And guess what? We have a new leader. It's the Jets. By a score of 20. To 14. It's the New York Jets in front. But was it too early to score? We'll see what happens. They've got a minute 46 on the clock. But just like that. Just like that. The Jets are ahead 20 to 14 with a minute 46 to go in the ball game. We'll see what happens. Key players to watch here. All right. So, you know, I'm going to be keeping an eye on Tyrod Taylor and Josh Allen, right? Well, yeah, I am going to keep an eye. I am going to be keeping an eye on Tyrod. And I'm definitely keeping an eye on Allen. Who else am I going to keep an eye on? For the Buffalo Bills, besides Josh Allen, I'm keeping an eye on Balen Specter, who was activated off the injured list. He is going to play tonight for your Buffalo Bills, I believe. 
He was not on the inactives when I was reading that to you. So Bail Inspector is in. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Bail Inspector does. For the Giants, Saquon makes his long-awaited return back to the New York Jets lineup. Sorry, the New York Giants lineup. So I'm going to be keeping an eye on Saquon Barkley. I am also going to be keeping an eye on Matt Breida for the Giants. And I want to keep an eye on Dexter Lawrence. I feel like Dexter could be a problem for Josh. For the rest of Buffalo, besides Josh and Stefan, I'm I'm keeping an eye on I'm keeping an eye on Deontay Hardy. And how about James Cook? I'm definitely keeping an eye on Deontay Hardy and James Cook. When it comes to defense. Three guys really matter for me to keep an eye on. Ed Oliver. Leonard Floyd. And Micah Hyde. It looks like Micah. Micah might play. Uh, But let me just check the injury report here on the. Uh, Buffalo Bills app. Bills Mafia, download the app for yourself. And keep an eye on our Bills. So it doesn't look like I see Micah Hyde on the injured list, but it looks so it looks like he will play. We'll just have to see who's in the defensive line. Christian Benford and Deion Dawkins, they are going to play tonight. Jack Lawson, Gregory Rousseau, and of course, Bale Inspector, as I mentioned. They are going to play. Dawson Knox. Uh, Dawson Knox should play. He's questionable. And he wasn't on the inactives, which have just come out. And I think, well, Dane Jackson and Dawson uh, and Dalton Kincaid, sorry, are out. So it looks like Dawson is going to be the only one that will uh, suit up. We don't have a word on him. He probably will, probably might not. We don't know. Gonna have to wait and see. Well, that wraps up our players, our key players to watch. And as we wrap this up on the other side of a broadcast map commercial break, We continue to keep a close eye on Philadelphia versus New York. Will the Phillies? No, they won't. They won't stay undefeated. It's game over. Game over! Jets win! Jets win! Jets, Jets win! 
three to fourteen, the final. Jets win. And neither the Eagles nor the 49ers can escape and stay undefeated. They can escape Sunday and become six and zero. They are both now five and one. Wow, how about that for breaking news? Right ahead of the end of the pro the end of this pregame show. Well, you know what that means? It's about time for Sunday night football. Which means the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen are getting ready to get loose. Giants and Jet Giants and Bills. Homecoming for Tyrod Taylor and Brian Dable. And we're back to put a wrap on the pregame show. Right after this from Broadcast Map. Don't go anywhere, Bills Mafia. Roll call plus keys to victory. And my final thoughts are up next. Before we wrap this up and send you to kickoff, it's the Bills and Giants, and it's coming up next. We wrap up Bills pregame on the other side of Broadcast Map. Don't go nowhere. We're back right after this. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting? sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams, listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Jets beat Jets beat the Eagles 20 to 14 as we took a break. And right now it's time for us to send this program to kickoff. It is 7:40 p.m. And guess what? That means we are only Yes, we are only, when it comes to the countdown, we are only 39 minutes from kickoff, 39 minutes from kickoff, we are 39 minutes away from kickoff, make that 38 minutes from kickoff, we are moments away from kickoff. And what better way to wrap this up than to talk about keys to victory and give final thoughts. But first,
let's take a look at this game where you would think let's take a look at the game let's let's go to a recap here and take a look at quite the football game down in New York. Now, we don't have any plays to look after here, but I'm pretty sure we'll get them soon. But how did the Jets defeat the undefeated, and I said undefeated, Philadelphia Eagles? How did the Jets, how did they do it? How, 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 how did they do it? How, how did they do it? How? I don't know. I guess you're going to have to take a look at the video. Just going to have to take a look at the tape, but regardless, the game is over at MetLife Stadium. And the Jets take down the Eagles 20 to 14. Wow. Wow. How interesting can that get? All right, we're 36 minutes before kickoff now. To go 36 minutes before kickoff. I'll give you a quick keys to victory here, and we'll wrap up with my final thought. So, first for the Buffalo Bills, my keys to victory are don't take too many penalties because penalty yards can, can, can put the Giants in a position where they can take advantage of you. Key number two. If you're on the board early, stay aggressive. Stay not too aggressive, but stay aggressive enough to keep your lead. And number three, you know what's coming. It's make good decisions with the football. Of course, these three keys to victory are for both teams. The Buffalo Bills and the New York Giants. If you are listening to Voices for Ability Radio, no new episode of the no new episode of the Paranormal Zone last Monday, but Tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern, check out the Paranormal Zone with a good friend of mine, Paige Whitehouse, as your host. 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday, on Voices for Ability Radio. All right, everybody. It's time for my final thoughts because I'm pretty sure, I am pretty sure, very soon, actually, it might, have, it might just be about to happen, but I'm, but I'm pretty sure, I am pretty sure that it's coming. I am pretty sure it's coming. I am pretty sure. This is coming very, very soon. We are going to hear on the social platform of the Buffalo Bills. We are going to see them in the tunnel getting ready to come out and put on a show here at Orchard Park, New here in Orchard Park, New York. How? Is it going to go down? 
we don't know, but we will. We will know the we will know the final result by Monday when we talk to you next. Final thoughts here. I'm expecting a good game today. Definitely better than the game in London. Not to say it was bad, but I do agree with Joe Marino. It was a lackluster performance by the Buffalo Bills. It wasn't bad, but there were injuries. There were people going all over the field. And yes, Buffalo did score. They had a chance to win the game. They didn't capitalize. They didn't play as Sean McDermott likes to as Sean McDermott likes to talk about a lot. They didn't play. They didn't play to the best of their abilities. They didn't play good complimentary football. And they didn't execute. So they didn't really, I mean, it's hard to do your 111 every week. So you gotta, you, you gotta try to be consistent. And we're going to talk to Ryan about that when we have him next on the program. It's a Bill's mid-season review that's coming your way. That'll be coming your way. That will be coming your way during the bye week, which is we're in week six. So the bye week for your Buffalo Bills is week 13. So doing the math here, we are seven games. Yes, we are seven games away from. No Buffalo Bills pre or post game until the Buffalo Bills face Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. I guess you could say Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know what the situation is with Taylor Swift and Ty and Travis Kelsey, but she's been at most of it, I guess every game the Bill uh sorry, not the Bills, the Chiefs have played this season. Well, maybe not every game. But we'll see but we will see what happens. All right. That's gonna do it here today on the podcast. For Bill's pregame, I hope you enjoyed yourself as much as I did. Yes, we didn't hear too many media availabilities, but we did hear from Mitch Morris, who I do believe will play tonight. I do believe Mitch Morris will play tonight. Tyrod takes on Josh Allen and the Bills Mafia. And the game is coming your way in little in about little than about twenty-nine minutes away. So in a little bit about twenty-nine minutes from now, as we wrap up this post-game show. Sorry, this pre-game show, I should say. Of Phil's pre-game. And uh, I guess you could say make that 28 minutes from now. But anyways, that wraps up this pregame show. Bill's pregame Sunday night football edition. We'll have another one for you on the next Sunday night that the Bills play. That will be when they go to Paycor Stadium. to. 
take on the Cincinnati Bengals. It's it's a good season. We've got tons. We've got tons of primetime games coming up on the schedule following a visit to Foxborough, which happens next week. But for this week, the Bills are back in Buffalo for a showdown with Brian Dable and the New York Giants. It's the Buffalo Bills and the New York Giants. And it's coming your way next. And to take us out, told ya. Told ya. I told ya. It's time to send you off to kickoff. And what better way to do that than send you off to kickoff with the man himself. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Buffalo Bills football. It's not done yet. It's not done yet. We've got a post-game show coming for you. On Monday, right after this game. But we are going to take you to Sunday Night Football. Bills. Giants. G-Men. Bills Mafia. It's time. Roll call. It's a little late for me to do roll call, but let me know right now. Where are you watching tonight's game from? And while you let me know, Josh, the floor is yours. Here we go. Hey, let's go find number four, man. Whatever it takes, play for each other. Wait up, three, one, two, three. Wait. Josh Allen, ladies and gentlemen. Josh Allen, ladies and gentlemen. The speech, it's go time in Buffalo. I'm out. Peace until Monday. Bill's post game is on the way next. Following Sunday night football. Oh, what? Okay, one more time. One more time. Just to. Just to send us out. Let's send you back to Josh. To send us out. I'll find number four, man. Whatever it takes, play for each other. Wait up, three, one. The Giants and the Bills. Look at Stefan Diggs. Hey, here we go, here we go. Hey, let's go find number four, man. Whatever it takes, play for each other. Wait up, three, one, two, three. Wait. Here we go. Here we go, everybody. Whatever it takes to win. That's Josh's speech. And taking us out as we bring you the podcast outro music and message that we use for our pre and post game stuff, both to bring us in and bring us out. I'm Scott McGregor, and this has been a presentation of Buffalo Bills football on Sports for Beginners, but don't go anywhere. Bills Mafia, the post-game show, comes your way after the ball game. Enjoy the ball game, everybody. Enjoy the ball game, everybody. Here is...
our Sunday night football theme. To take us out. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a presentation of Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Football, Buffalo Bills football. And it continues with the post-game show on Monday. Love one another. Always remember, it is not goodbye. It is until next time. We will catch you, G-Men. We will catch you, Giants Nation and Bills Mafia, Monday after this game. Enjoy the ball game. Also send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. As we always remind you, it is not goodbye, it is until next time.